Welcome to Living Within the Sweet Spot with your host, Nikki Klegel. Have you been searching for that something within you? The one thing that is designed to bring abundance into your life? Are you not finding it yet? By partnering with God, you are sure to discover the key to living a happier and more fulfilling life. Now, here is Nikki Klegel. Hello, everyone. This is Nikki Klegel with Fulfill Your Legacy, and I am so happy that you are here with us. This is the second week, and we are then in the second chapter of my book, but it's a journey that we're going to be on. Once again, we'll have Tina in the middle. We're going to start with reviewing this section of the book. I'm going to do my best to coach the on-call people at the end of the session or those who have emailed in. I encourage you to call in. I enjoy connecting with people, giving them any sort of inspiration or insight that I can to help them. So please go ahead and do that. If not, I've got a few emails in and a couple that just came in recently. So we'll go ahead and get started. This first part of the book, we are still in the first four chapters, include the first part called I am His and He is Mine. And so I'm a spiritual life coach and what I'm doing always with my coaching clients is walking them through this journey where they first partner their life with God and that's what this I am his and he is mine is all about. In the second part, we look at perfectly imperfect, where we really look at our self-love, self-esteem, all those things that can kind of hold us back. In the middle part, we look at wise choices. This is when we really get into goal setting and making some wise choices. We know that we're in a good place now because we've got ourselves secure with God and all his power that we can tap into. We've got a good look at tuning out the world who's telling us we're not perfect and tuning into what we know is truth and light. And so now we're ready to get on this journey of goal setting. The fourth part is this mistakes matter. And we have to know how to navigate in this world because we are not perfect. We might be made perfect through Christ, but it's him, not us. So we're going to be screwing up still. And we need to know how to navigate through those things and really let God and, and Jesus and the Holy Spirit take us to a new level through the things that happen that aren't great in our lives. And then last, we get this legacy and we were given, we've been told, we know what our life purpose is in general. We all have the same one. I'll fill you in as we go through. We each have our own individual ones too. We were predestined for that, but we've been called, we've been given a legacy and we've been called to live it out. And so that is what this journey is all about. So as I said, we're in, I am his and he is mine. And we're in chapter two. And the title of that is Do you wish that you could hear God speak? I mean, honestly, when you're trying to find your life purpose, don't you just wish God would say, okay, Nikki, this is exactly what I want you to do when now, okay, get up, now move, go here. You know, we really wish that we could have this, right? Well, I have to tell you, we do. It's all written out for us already. We're going to get into where and how and how to figure that out. It's spoken to us already. It's been predestined already, and we just need to know how to get to it. I want to inspire you with this first idea that it is already there for you. The The way the four um, chapters are 
laid out is that you always look at the problem and then you look in the second chapter of the of the part, you look at what the word tells you about that problem. And then in the third chapter of each part of the book, you look at what your gift is and we're going to walk through what the gifts are if we follow that. And then last, we really look at our free will and we have to make a choice before we move on to the next part. So right now we're kind of in this part where we're looking at what the word says. Last time we met with Tina, we heard her story. We kind of talked to her a little bit about how much God was a part of her life versus how much the world was a part of her life and telling her what was right and wrong. So now we're going to really think about, okay, but what's the word say about this life purpose that we have? So we, first of all, I want us to know that that, that there's two different things. You first have to know God to be able to hear him. There's a Bible verse that I think is just so significant. And it really talks about, we're going to get into it a little bit more, but it talks about knowing um, the voice of God. And, and part of that is being claimed by him. And that's why this is in this section. I'm his and he is mine. And so I think it's in John 10, 3, 5. We're going to get to it. I have it written down there and I want to speak it correctly to you. So hang with me though, while we go through this. So let me find the verse. Okay, here it is. John 10, 3, 5. So the gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought them all on his own, he goes ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. And so this key section in there was about owning. He they are his sheep. We are owned. And so that's such a significant part of this journey. We have to really understand that there's this place of ownership we can't get around. We Once we truly own ourselves as God, that's the key. So how do we own ourselves? If we could figure that out, if we knew how we own ourselves by God, that would really help. So let's look. There's three different ways. I think that really help ourselves. And these are three things that I help all my coaching clients with. And there's some Bible verse that go along with them. So one is the relationship. So if you have a relationship with God, it really helps. So first of all, um, John 10, 3, 5, we want to look at that again. But, you know, he calls them by name because he has a relationship. And, and I think of also 2 Timothy 1, 9. And in that, it says he is saved. He saved us and he's called us to his holy life, not because of anything we've done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given to us through Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. So first we have to be claimed. We have to own this relationship with him. We have to be claimed and understand that that's going to make a huge difference. The second thing, that relationship is huge, but also we have the Holy Spirit. And how does that come into play? Well, there's this thing. I'm doing this blog right now that I want us to really think about when a lot of people don't give the Holy Spirit enough credit. When we're living and walking around in this world, we're sort of thinking about worldly things. So let me, let me hear this statement. Like we might say, oh, trust your gut, right? And so what does that really mean, trust your gut? Well, I say it means trust your God. Think of it this way for protection that you might want as you're out on this journey. Or maybe we think of Tina's story where she's had 
um, bad things that happened to her and she needed protection. So you might hear someone say, you know, my gut told me not to go there. My gut told me I shouldn't um, be around those people, whatever. You know, this is my gut. Well, I say my God told me. And what happens is as you tap into more of this relationship with God and you get closer to him, you recognize that these nudges aren't just your gut. It's the Holy Spirit moving in you, giving you insight and direction. The next one is like foresight, right? We all wish that we had this foresight, this almost superpower of knowing what's coming next. Oh, we can get into gifts and talents and learn a whole bunch more about that. But we have this. We do have this. And think of this like people will sometimes say, oh, well, my gut instinct told me that I should. And I want you to consider that it it probably isn't your gut instinct, Tap into what it really is. Get more of it. Understand how to hear it. Because I would say it's your God-given intuition. So when you hear gut instinct, think God intuition. And then last, empathy. This ability to really understand that goes deeper than saying the words I understand. You can sympathize, but when you can really feel it, you get empathy. And that is such a different place. You know, there is, um, I looked up one time, I I think I wrote in my book that I almost had a guttural response to something. It was like so gut-wrenching, right? And and it just hit me so deep and gave me so much compassion and understanding for someone that was beyond what I should have had. Many times when I'm coaching people, I think of most often like um, sexual abuse and and things, you know, sometimes people just get this like, oh, it's, it's almost unbearable pain. But um, there's a flip side to this. When you look up the word guttural, it's actually actually often correlated with like witchcraft and danger and stuff like that. But I understand it as a God response. So the flip side of that to me is, yes, it's that empathy and deep, but don't get stuck in the world and don't um, live in that pain of all that. Like understand that this is empathy and, and, and that's where grace lies. And that's where our ability to move through so many things. And the Holy Spirit is so key that way. And that's another way that you help tap into God and know God and hear his voice more when you're tapping into the Holy Spirit. So we've got relationship, the Holy Spirit. The next thing is the Bible. So I want you to think about the Bible. It's all written there for us. This map, I like. I talk to people about this sort of map or this um, book, this guide. I mean, it's all written out for us, and it, it applies still today, something that was written years and years ago. It's living. The Bible is living when you can put the Holy Spirit into it, and it's amazing. But there's so many verses that I want you to understand that significance. We, we've tucked those Bibles away into our house, our home, my home, not so many years ago, like literally would hear a crack when we would open it. Now, I'm staring at three Bibles, and they're all you know, tattered and used and so, and written on. But I want you to understand that there's so much knowledge in there and there's so much direction and truth. It is written that it's God breathed. It is written that it's the light 
into our step. It's um, written that it lives in us. The word lives in us. Now I'm getting to the point where just because I've been so saturated with God and the spirit and the word that now if I start to hear words that aren't of truth, aren't of God, like right away, the truth is spoken. I can hear it's respoken. Like, you know, I understand. Nope, that's a lie immediately. But when we're not tapped into it, This is where we start getting kind of lost in the world and and believing some of the lies the world's telling us. And, you know, we have to remember that darkness, its goal is to pull us away from God. Uh, He does not want us to have a relationship with God because he knows what God's power is going to work in us when we're in this relationship with God. So anything, anytime you're pulled away from God by listening to things of the flesh, by listening to um, things that are not lovely, praiseworthy, excellent, all those things, you know that that's not of God. It's just trying to pull you away from Him because goodness, your purpose, um, enjoyment, fulfillment, all these things are going to come when you're really tapped into who God is. I want to take a minute and kind of clue us in now in our next session with Tina. So Tina is going to be coming on after our break. She's our guest. She's been gracious enough to let me coach her live on air. And so she's here back again for the second time for people coming in. Uh, Her story's precious. She is a young woman, um, wants to start her career, her own business. And she's using her story, which was one of really bad bullying, um, to the point where darkness set in so much, she wondered how much life was worth living and now is using that in a platform to reach other people. And she's using the coaching to kind of work through some of these kind of leftover pains, leftover things that are going um, on and, and might be hanging on in her life so that she's ready to just launch this this business of hers in a way that's just really going to bring glory to God. And so Tina um Tina, I, I, I'll share just a tiny bit more of her story, is from our, our area, and she has worked with me. We'd never coached, and so when this opportunity came up, she said, yes, I'd like to do this, and so we have already heard her story. Please listen to replay so that you can hear it if you need to, and in the next section, we're going to be going over this whole God-partnered living, and so we're going to see you know, how how did she live? Was she caught up in the things that people were saying? Was she caught up in the world? Or was she really leaning on her partnership with God and, and how she's using that moving forward and what, where the difference is and, and what things happen? So I just want you all to hang on through the break. Go up to the very top of this page and you'll be able to see there's a skinny little ad there. And that is a link to the coaching that Tina is going through. I made it online course so that people could go through that all on their own, as well as get onto my website for a free um, first two chapters of the book, as well as a study guide that goes along with the book. And the study guide is very much the same questions that Tina is going through her coaching on. So I cannot wait to talk to you all after break, and I will see you soon. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
We give all we have to our work, pushing ourselves to be a success. We go the extra mile for our children, giving them every shot at life. We run from one activity to the next, rarely enjoying a meal together. And it's threatening our families, relationships, bodies, and our future. Author, coach, and speaker, Nikki Klegel, developed a proven process for navigating through this life with joy, success, and energy by partnering with God every step of the way. Nikki offers guidance for life purpose, positive self-esteem, successful goal setting, success after setbacks, gaining forgiveness, freedom, and accepting abundance are attainable. This life-transforming coaching experience is based on Nikki's book, Awaking the Living Legacy, and is now offered in a self-study at the Living Legacy Academy. For more information, visit NikkiKlegel.com. That's NikkiKlegel.com. Have you left the cage that held you back but find yourself in the wild of your life wondering, what do I do now? I'm Dr. Lisa Cooney, and today I'm going to give you the tools to answer that question. Regardless of the issue, your choices of the past no longer need to haunt you. You have the power to change that and to create from a space of fun and ease. How different can your life be? Find out. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, noon Central, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Living Within the Sweet Spot with Nikki Klegel. The phone lines are ready for you to call in and connect with our program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you're feeling a bit shy, send Nikki an email to Nikki at NikkiKlegel.com. Now, back to Living Within the Sweet Spot. Hello, everyone. I am so glad you are back. And yes, please call in. You'll just get on hold visiting with one of the producers and you'll just hang out there until the end when we are done with Tina. But let's go ahead and use this middle section to do our coaching with Tina and let you kind of come along on this journey. Please take a minute and just kind of think about your own life and how it might reflect some of the things that you've gone through in your life and how you might be able to move forward by really partnering yourself with God. But Tina, you already, I tried to recap your story. I, I hate speaking other people's stories for them, but I tried to recap your story at, at the end of our last session. So people are on board. But basically, as a review, I want people to know that when I first meet with someone, it's called a free consultation. I just hear their story. And that's what we did last time. Then we, I asked the person, okay, well, what would your goals be? You know, if you, why would you want to use a life coach or a spiritual coach? What, what would you really want to get out of this? And you just mentioned one in particular, which was really kind of taking your past and the hard things and the good things and everything, but somehow turning it into this new business that you have and, and your company's called I'm Not Invisible. You're working on getting an LLC for that. And just making it um, a way that you can help other people um, through your past and some public speaking and stuff. And then last, I really like it, those free consultations for people to get to know who I am and what the coaching is all about with those six parts. So I think we did a pretty good job at that. And today, I just want to first thank you. That could not have been easy, Tina. Thank you very much for being vulnerable and letting everyone come along this journey with you. You shouldn't have to have put up or had to deal with any of that bullying 
but then you are living in a world and you're not in heaven. So I guess we do have to know how to deal with that, don't we? And so thank you, Tina. How, how are you feeling today? I'm, I'm great. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, yes. Thank you so much for sharing with us and being so open. Are you ready to get started? Yeah, I am. <laughs> okay, okay. So I know you've done your homework because you just told me why we were on hold on the commercial. So that's good. Everybody who's following along on their own with the free study guide, remember to go to my website. You just go to NikkiKlegel.com, go uh, over to work with me and way down to the bottom, it says free resources. You can get to it there. But you you have questions that you went through, and I'm going to give you a minute to um, talk about those questions. I want to make sure we get in and touch on a few particular things that I want to make sure we are not overlooking. And after we do that, we'll get into your questions. Sound good? Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So first of all, um, I want people to learn through this these first two chapters, and I'm curious where you're at with this, that it's important to get clarity about your story and what parts of your story were truly claimed by God and what parts of your story were the world sort of telling you um, what was, I guess, not truth, but the world tries to tell you is the truth. You know, tell me a little bit about how, how much of your life at that time did you feel like you were living in what the world was telling you or really living in what God was telling you? Um, well, like growing up, you know, when I was bullied a lot in school, people would basically tell me that, you know, you're not good enough and you should just kind of give up on what you love doing and stuff. And so I definitely had like very low self-esteem and self-worth and Mm -hmm. stuff. And so when the stuff happened at my church, I, mm-hmm. I just felt like giving up completely, but um, thankfully, God decided to keep me here on earth, mm-hmm. and so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about, was there a certain point where, what I'm getting at with that earlier statement was that you were hearing the bullying, you made a comment at our last coaching time that you said, I heard it enough that I finally just started, I think you said it got the best of me or it finally became louder than whatever. But was there a point when you stopped listening to what the world was telling you and started listening to what you knew was the truth from God? Um, Well, I always knew that God loved me because I grew up in the church, but it wasn't until Mm -hmm. really... I would say a few years ago when I really started to take like God and my faith um, seriously. Mm-hmm. I really love that you recognize that. And that is when your life was starting to turn around too. But um, yeah, this world just feeds us, literally feeds us full of lies. And it's so hard to, um, to not believe those things. And, um, you know, tell me, what, do, you, do you have any idea why, just for other people even listening, is why, you know, um, it snowballed or why, how that happened? Because you grew up in, in a church, right? And you grew up, I know this about your family, you know, very deep and wonderful faith, all of you. So, um, you know, this happens. And, and do you have any idea why, looking back, you got in this place? Um, I don't know. I think God maybe 
allowed that to happen so he could show me that I I am a stronger person that than I think I am mm-hmm. and um I guess just to help others in their faith journey. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, you're bringing up a whole new thing actually in chapter like in the third part of the book um where where you said God allowed me to. Um so I I just wonder what your thoughts are on this. I'm going to touch on this a little bit. I think of like, you know, bad things that happen in this world and the bad things that happen are not of God, right? We know that that's a sinful world we're living in. And so these bad things are happening here all the time. And and it might be results of sins that have happened two, three generations ago. It might be, you know, sins of a, you know, uh, co-pastor, whatever, you know. It could be, you know, at our school. It could be our own sins, you know, because we um, step into this false belief. You know, all these things, this is part of the world, but, you know, it's, it's, um, it's our, it's our place, I guess, to step into the redirection that God has for us. And that's when he allows us to make the greatness out of it. You know what I mean? That sin happens because we're living here in the world, but then what he allows us to do is, or tell me what your thoughts are on this, is that he allows us the ability to turn it into a blessing somehow. It's not so much that he made the bad thing happen, but it's that he somehow figured out a way, not somehow, he's just awesome that way, but he figured out a way to turn it into a blessing in the end. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it does. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think that's really cool because... I don't want, I don't like to give darkness any more credit than it deserves. I always think of this is going to, oh, I hope I don't get, um, if we get a lot of listeners on here, backlash on this. But like, I always think of like Harry Potter when my kids were little and we took them to that and they would, the name we shall not speak. I sort of feel that way. Like, I don't want to speak Satan. I don't want to, you know, talk about it too much, but you know what? We have to recognize that these things happen in the world and they're making, they're having an effect on our body. They have an effect on our purpose. They're they're constantly trying to, like you said, um, make you feel like you're not worthy. And we know that that is not of God. And um, God is trying to constantly whisper truth into our ears, constantly redirect us. And I love how earlier you had said, you know, that he just wouldn't let you go. He, he convinced you that you've got something more that you need to do. Uh, tell me how that sits with you. Um, I don't know. I'm not good at answering questions like this. That's but. That's okay. It was a long question, right? So tell. So if I rephrase it a little shorter, then tell me like um, your understanding now that like you are you are beginning to really step into the call that God has for you. You feel good about that. You feel sure about that. And how much of that do you listen to the things coming in from God, your church, your Bible, things like that, versus the world? How how all in are you? Oh, I think like the older I get, the more I um, understand like my life purpose and mm-hmm. um, God's purpose for my life. Mm-hmm. Okay, now going through your homework, um, what questions when you went through those did you have where you you really had some stuff to write in there? And uh, sometimes, especially when I'm working with someone who's really deep in their 
faith right now, they're kind of going through these questions and thinking, yeah, that's right. And other people that are kind of brand new at all these thoughts are like, wait a minute, I never thought of it that way. And they're starting to kind of get deeper into things. Or sometimes it's somebody who's been in the church like me forever, but then all of a sudden something just sort of opens up and shifts for them. So can you go through and look at your questions and see if anything jumped out to you? Um, let's see. So not like the doorway to your legacy, not that stuff. The more so individual can, questions? Sure. Anything that jumped out to you. So if there is something in that doorway thing, fine. Um, but yeah, the questions come first. So if there's anything in those questions that you really enjoyed, appreciated, or challenged you. Um, how well do you know the word of the verses, messages, and laws you know? Do you think mm-hmm. you follow them? Do they mm-hmm. help guide you? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure, that's one of the questions. What did did anything in that jump out to you? Um, like where did you things that you wrote down? Did you write anything down in any of those questions? Yeah, I just kind of put that like when I was really younger, I used to like follow the Bible, like 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 really follow it like down uh-huh. to every rule and stuff and I felt really bad like I would I would go to hell if I um sinned or whatever but I've kind of learned over um the years that it's okay to break them and just kind of keep confessing over and over again and yeah it sin mm-hmm. is hard Mm-hmm. No, um, Tina, I love that you just said that. And that's so real. And I'm, I know that people listening are, are so grateful for this because of the people that I coach, um, people who are deep in their faith, that is such a common thing that I hear. And, um, and that often trend almost where they start out this way. And then we sort of fall because we've been kind of living in, in that place where we have to be perfect. And then, yeah, true grace comes upon us and we really get it and we step into this kind of more high functioning within God, under under God, you know, this sort of place and, and Jesus and all that. But um, there's a verse. So we're in the section, you know, w- the word. So we're talking about the will and we want verses that are in the word that kind of affirm to us that um, we are his and that's enough that were claimed by him. And when you say that, I think of second Timothy one nine and that's, he has saved us and called us to holy life, not because of anything we've done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given to us by Christ Jesus before the beginning of time, before you, he knows your whole life, everything you've done and everything you're going to do. And he's still giving it to you. And it's by grace. So, yeah, I love that you're stepping into that, that you don't have to be perfect. And um, and also, I love that you kind of talked about this trend almost where that was initially where you were at. It's hard if we think that we have to be living this perfect life. It gets almost too much. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just agreeing with what, what all you said. Yeah, yeah. What about anything else? Do you have any other questions written in? Um, not too many, really. 
Okay. Cause, cause you probably just are affirmed. You were probably like, uh huh, that's right. <laughs> so yeah. A, a lot of those questions and we want, we, it takes an hour or more to do one little section. So we won't be able to go over, over every question with the audience, but they can print it off and go look at all those. They're very deep and they walk you through understanding of how God works really in your life and how much you need to apply and, and use them and step into them. And so those are the questions that Tina probably has looked through and thought, yep, I'm good with that. So now let's go to that doorway um, kind of worksheet that you have. And I encouraged last time for you all to get on there and print that off. And I can see that people did. So that's wonderful. But um, yeah, Tina, go ahead and um, talk us through that. And if not, I can explain the sheet and then you can fill in what you've learned or um, begun to fill in on that form. Do you, did you feel comfortable with that form? Did you understand what it was? Yeah, I understood it, except I didn't know what door number seven was supposed to be. So I kind of uh-huh. just left that blank. Okay, so I'm going to just stay, take a minute and get everyone up to speed here. So basically, this worksheet has uh, doorways where I walked people through my journey. And I encouraged my coaching clients to take the worksheet, keep it blank, use a pencil, keep doing it, or make several copies so that they can see how God has worked in their life. And I, I, people who know me um, might know this, that I, you know, I grew up in the church and I didn't read the Bible when I was young, but, um, but I do now, but I could see how God, the Holy Spirit were working in me the whole time that I was going through even this transition into coming into my own life purpose and working the job I'm in now, he guided me and directed my steps and made it all happen. And I easily could have done what I talked about in the first segment of the show where I would say, oh, you know, my gut just told me I should go with this course um, to for life coaching. Or my gut told me that I should, you know, um, quit my job at this time, you know, all these different things. But then when I really mapped it out and could see how God was working by not coincidence. So if you look at that form, I'm going to show, I'm going to talk through it a little bit with people. But if you look at the first thing, I talk about coincidences in our lives and we write down things that no, they're not a coincidence. This is God and he's leading and directing you. Um, If you look at support that you might get that otherwise you would normally not get, you wouldn't expect for me, like I wouldn't expect my husband who's expecting a certain amount of income and really likes structured billing and stuff. He knew I was a director of nursing. He knew exactly how much money I was going to get every two weeks. And now I was going to be quitting my job and I was going to be getting this, um, who knows how much with with this job every two weeks, timing, doors that would open at certain times, all these sorts of things, a bigger stage and platform than you would ever imagine. Like, did I ever think I was going to be on a host on a talk show? Heck no. I didn't even think I was going to have my own podcast. I didn't even know what one was. So this is what I want you to kind of look through and tell us a little bit about your doorways, if you don't mind. Um. Okay. So for the longest time, I didn't know what God was like calling me to do with my life. But Mm -hmm. um, last September, I was invited to go to this thing called Encounter, which is supposed to help you like grow in your faith and stuff. And um, at that, I really felt like the Holy Spirit was calling me to do something like on top of the blog that I had already started in 2013. 
Mm-hmm. And so I felt like God was calling me to um, kind of start a lifestyle brand, which right now I'm in the process of doing. And so um, door number two, like support, I, I, for, for the longest time, like I had no idea where the money would come from for it. And I was asking friends and family if they would support me along this journey. And Mm -hmm. um, then in November of last year, my grandma died and she left me some money. So that would be, I guess, the timing. Um, Mm -hmm. And now I'm kind of at the end of this month, I'm supposed to be um, getting my LLC. I'm kind of waiting right right now because it's busy this time of year with tax season and stuff. And then, mm-hmm. like, door number four, um, bigger, mm-hmm. um, I guess, it's led to, um, like, just, or I guess my story has led to opportunities like to be um, on this radio show and um, mm-hmm. to speak to different people in the community who are mm-hmm. also struggling and stuff. Um mm-hmm. For door number five, energy, um, for those of you who don't know, I, I I struggle from fatigue a lot, and so I feel like the more energy, or on days when I have more energy are when um, I've made plans in, in advance, mm-hmm. and I guess just, I, I don't know, I feel more satisfied, like, waking up and, like, happy and not mm-hmm. as um, depressed and anxious mm-hmm. as I did for a while mm-hmm. when I, when I mm-hmm. didn't have um, mm-hmm. You're Not Invisible stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For connections, well, some of the people that God has placed in my, my life over the, the past few months, would be people like you, Nikki, um, <laughs> and some other people in my church, and yeah, some other members of the community who I've just mm-hmm. like run into at random places. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Oh, shoot, Tina, you know what? It's kind of, I'm going to have to um, wrap this up. I hate this. So if you and I were coaching alone, you and I, in fact, I'm going to, when I'm done with the show, call you back and we're going to finish this conversation. But it's kind of rounding out. But I want everyone to know and to hear that, you know, we need to know the progression. Sometimes I'm working with people that really haven't stepped into their faith at all yet. And so they're just beginning on this journey. But as Tina has really partnered herself with God, you can see that doorways are starting to open for her as well as she's claiming them as God's work, not her own. So connections with people. And she's commenting constantly on how, oh, the church or me, a faith-based organization, all these things. And when we really partner with God, we start to have these doorways that are open to us and see she speaks of energy and in the morning she can get up and feels more joyful and things like that. So I think that's a great place to leave us on. And you audience just know that I'm going to call her and I'm going to finish doing this with her. I can't wait to hear more, but we got to go to break. And then um, I, I also, Tina, I'm going to put you in my prayers, okay? And we'll, we'll head to break now. See you, Tina.
Elevate your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. We give all we have to our work, pushing ourselves to be a success. We go the extra mile for our children, giving them every shot at life. We run from one activity to the next, rarely enjoying a meal together. And it's threatening our families, relationships, bodies, and our future. Author, coach, and speaker, Nikki Klegel, developed a proven process for navigating through this life with joy, success, and energy by partnering with God every step of the way. Nikki offers guidance for life purpose, positive self-esteem, successful goal setting, success after setbacks. Gaining forgiveness, freedom, and accepting abundance are attainable. This life-transforming coaching experience is based on Nikki's book, Awaking the Living Legacy, and is now offered in a self-study at the Living Legacy Academy. For more information, visit NikkiKlegel.com. That's NikkiKlegel.com. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration that opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss Being Here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Time with award-winning authors Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the Empowerment Channel. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This is Living Within the Sweet Spot with Nikki Klegel. The phone lines are ready for you to call in and connect with our program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you're feeling a bit shy, send Nikki an email to Nikki at NikkiKlegel.com. Now, back to Living Within the Sweet Spot. Hello, everyone. This is Nikki Klegel with Fulfill Your Legacy. I'm so happy you are back to finish this. And I am just looking at emails and trying to decide here which ones to take. Okay, um, I'm going to go with this email from a woman named Jenny. And so let me just paraphrase it here a little bit. So she is um, struggling in an abusive relationship and she prays for her husband. She prays for strength for herself. She says that she's very strapped on money, that she stays home with her young children during the um, school days and then works on the weekends. Um, her children, her children go to church, mostly Sunday school. So that must be why she's at work. Um, she has, she makes sure the kids go to youth group. She's got an older daughter that takes care of them on weekends. Um, okay. So she's saying, I just feel so tired and overwhelmed. I used to be able to dream about what my purpose and direction would be. And now I'm just so exhausted. So, um, so Jenny, I'm I'm sorry. This is a tough place. Uh, I know, but I already see something that I just feel very nudged about, and I want to make sure that I tell you is just reaching out. I mean, for one, um, you you haven't given up, and or you wouldn't email. So so I feel so compassionate about like I got to figure out what to say to you, right? And so first of all, I'm going to say if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, um, please call me. 
And so use the links on my, do free consultation on my website and we can get a lot done in one hour and um, really get you in a, in a good path and get going on things. Um, you say you're strapped for money. You should maybe be my next coaching person in the middle here after Tina so that you can get it for free. And if you need it to be private, there's so many free things on my website that you need to tap into. So, okay, now I'm starting to come around here with the question, but basically I want you to, if you say um, you're in an abusive relationship, I'm not real sure if that's physical or mental, emotional, whatever. Um, of course, I want you safe. And that's what we have to say first off is just, you know, get to um, somebody, uh, maybe a pastor or maybe um, the hospital if you need to or police if you need to, those sorts of things if you're not safe. I'm assuming if you're staying there and if your kids are home alone and stuff, it probably is. But um, I'm going to go with the fact that you're probably getting um, emotional abuse and that it's wearing and taking a toll on you and you feel tired and overwhelmed and lost dreams. So, um, so, so what I want you to think about is it's almost this garbage in, garbage out philosophy. Um, when you hear negative things, when you're around negative things, when you're treated poorly over and over and over again, it's almost like Tina was saying where it literally can get the best of you. And and it, you may have been, you probably were, you wouldn't have your kids be going to church when you're at work, but um you probably were raised in, in a, a faith-based environment. And so you've got that fundamental place there. And so it holds you. But um, we want it to work in you. We want it to be, we need it to be louder than the voices that aren't truth and aren't light. And so what I want you to think about is Philippians 4, 8, and that's whatever is true and whatever is noble and whatever is right and praiseworthy and excellent. Think about these things. And so that's really hard to do, right? If you're being kind of um, living in an environment where negativism and abuse and things like that are, are weighing you down. But there's ways, there's things you can do to, um, like this is what this whole section is about, is, you know, claiming yourself as gods. So there's a little bit of um, uh, authority here that I want you to keep in mind with the marriage. So I love my husband. <laughs> and um, we had our own little struggles in the beginning. Everyone does, um, but nothing like this. But what I want you to pay attention to is the voices in your head. God's voice should be the strongest. He should always be the most powerful. And, and that is your first. And then your marriage is next. And so that keep that straight in your mind. Don't make your husband your God. And so, yes, he's, he's so important. And when you wed, you're becoming one and all these things. And so that's why this happens. That's why it happens so that, you know, we, we have to be careful and we have to get those spouses that are going to breathe goodness into us, right? But remember, um, you have one God. And so don't get confused that way. So how do you keep the voice of God stronger in your mind than anything else, especially an abusive sort of relationship? And I would say, get into the, the word. For one, crack open the Bible. I don't know your story. So you may be just devouring it. And, and I praise this to you if you are. And, and that's probably why you're keeping afloat. But I would say, if you're not, get into that Bible and pray before you open it up. Pray for the Holy Spirit to work in you. Pray that you hear the words and the right verses resonate with you and, and it works. It becomes living. The Holy Spirit helps make those words alive. And if you're feeling like that's overwhelming, I get that. I do workshops on 
learning the Bible. So I get that. And we we have all kinds of people in there, people that have studied forever and just beginning, but you can go onto the internet and you can just type at the very top in the search bar. Um, so let's say that you're being told that, I don't know, you're dumb. <laughs> and so you type up in the search. These are just things I've heard the most. So you type up in the search bar, you know, um, Bible verses on wisdom. And up are going to come 20 or 30 verses. And you pick the one, you read them all, and you pick the one that just stands out to you and resonates with you because you want to know what? That's the Holy Spirit. That's what we're talking about when we say the words become alive, the living word. God wants something in there to speak to you, and he knows how to make it speak to you. And so there's 30 verses there, and you read them, and two of them start resonating with you. Get those. Put them onto an index card. Take a picture with your cell phone. Read it day and night. Um, Repeat it back. Make yourself a voicemail and repeat that verse back. And then every time you need to, um, play it over and over and over again. There's all kinds of things you can do. Um, Go to my website. So go to NikkiKlegel.com. Go to work with me on the menu item. Go way down to the bottom under free resources. And there is a way to sign up for all kinds of things on there. And one of them is a free toolkit. Do that. It will help you so much, Jenny. On there is a lot of really cool free things where you can, uh, I. it's hard to know what podcasts to hear, um, which ones are good or how to even find them. And I did some searching on some mom blogs, podcasts for moms, um, you know, wives, things like that. Uh, I I also, there's short ones, um, pastor, well, there's all kinds of ones on there. I don't want to waste time going through them. Go through there. Pandora, you can go and make a Christian praise music channel on Pandora for free. And and those songs can literally speak to you through worship. We're told this in the written word that through worship of singing, uh, God speaks to us. So so do that. You, you should get into a Bible study. If you're at work during, for one, start praying. Start praying that you get a job that pays more, that you only need to work one day a week. God can do amazing things. And I've seen him do it over and over again with people that are starting to step into their faith. So start praying there's some weird connection. Something happens where you don't have to work on Sunday. But um, you might find a church where if your Sunday or Saturday evenings are free, you can go on Saturday evening. Or you might find a church that has a Bible study you can get to. If you're uncomfortable getting to Bible study during the day, there's even things like mops. So you said you had small children, I think, at home. So, you know, these kids could go off to a preschool thing and you could do that um, during the day, during work hours. All, all sorts of things that I just want you to infuse goodness into your um, mind. Philippians 4, 8, things that are good. And so whenever I do this with people and I want them to... Um, sort of look at a problem, I have them do it like the books laid out where you see what the problem is, you consider what the word tells you about it, what your gift is, and then you have free will. So the problem being, yeah, I mean, heartbreaking, Jenny, you know, that you're in this situation. And I know that there's so much more to this. We, we can't get into it now, how you got here and all these things and know that those things are not of God. There's circumstances of this world. It has nothing to do with you. Remember Tina's verse, and I wish I could grab it right now. Yeah, this one. It's not by works that have gotten you in this place. Okay, but you can know that also not by works, you're in a saved place. 
you're in a place where there's grace, and that's in 2 Timothy 1.9, where you've been saved and you and God has a purpose for you. It was done before time. And so you need to step into that and just really infuse yourself with everything that God has to offer so that you can start um, hearing this voice, your real master who is God over everything else. And and start getting the blessings of that. And what are the blessings of really stepping into this, um, into God and, and the Holy Spirit? The blessings are faithfulness, gentleness, goodness, kindness. These are the ones now that you really need. Joy, love, patience, peace, and self-control. When somebody's treating you poorly, the ability to find self-control and grace. I don't know. I don't know how you're going to do it, but I'm going to pray for you, Jenny. And and I do know that you can't do it on your own. You need to do it with God. And so I'm going to see if I can quick. I only have a few minutes. Get to another question. This one I got in a little earlier, but I like it because a lot of women that I coach are in this place. So this woman, Nancy, um, Nancy, she's an empty nester. And she devoted much of her life to raising her kids in a godly way. She's very happy with that, but they're gone now. And she just has this almost empty feeling like, what's my purpose? And so um, I, I, I want to bring this up purposely because a lot of people think that they have to use a life coach and me a spiritual coach because their life is having troubles. And, you know, sometimes it is just to step into something a little more, uh, a little deeper. And so this is where she's at, like, what am I supposed to do now? She just wants a little guidance on what to do now. So, um, so I would say a couple things. One is sometimes we lose our identity in our kids. Like we're so focused on trying to help them and we kind of forget about what our interests even are because really our passion was them. We love them, right? So we're going to their games and our focus is all on that. But there is, a, God made you with passion and gifts and talents. He made you that way. And so getting yourself back, look back before you had your kids, or maybe when you were younger even than that, grade school, what things were you inclined to? What things did you like? Because that's how you were born. And so you can also do, again, on that same site that I was saying on my website, is a free gifts and talents test. And that can help you, give you insight on your gifts and talents. But this is a big part of figuring out your life purpose is to think, how did God design you? You know, I read a couple of verses. This is the section, consider what the word says. And there were a couple of verses that talked about you were predestined, you were already made, your purpose is already all laid out and we need to figure out what that is and get into it and step into it. So figuring out what your gifts and talents is going to be a huge thing. I say make that your first focus. Um, then again, infuse yourself with God, infuse yourself around people that are going to be inspiring you, encouraging you and all these things and, and get into really as close you can as into the Holy Spirit. Think about that doorway thing where we could be writing it off as remember the Holy Spirit. I talked about my gut instinct or my God instinct, you know, really, really starting to listen to nudges that you might be having direction you might be getting that you write it off as coincidence. You write it off as the world or whatever. Oh, oh, that was so nice of somebody to compliment me on that. You know, you know, this there it wherever you're complimented over and over and over again, this is probably where your gifts or talents lie. Think on that too. There's a form called my sweet spot. We're going to be doing it in a week or two. And you can print this off online. I'll be posting it on my website soon for you all. But I want you 
it's Nancy. I want you to go to my website and print that off. So wait a week. It's going to be on there in a week and print that off because it's going to walk you through your gifts and talents. It's going to have a free link to go to. It's going to walk you through all the things that people compliment you on, all the things like Tina says that make you want to get up in the morning, all the things that um, people call you for help. And, and and ask for your direction on because they can see the Holy Spirit giving you insight. They know that you're sort of the master at that. Well, listen, it's not you that's just the master in it. You're walking in it. You're the vessel. But, you know, when we really are standing out and working in exceptional places, it's because we're really tapping into the Holy Spirit and all he has to offer us. So, so these are the things that I really really want you to think about. Okay, now I'm seeing that I only have one minute and I want to tell one quick story because it's so important that we get into the word and we infuse ourselves. So I was in a sermon, I was in church and listening to a sermon, I don't know, maybe three years ago because it's also in my book. But there's this story, it's a legend about a black wolf and a white wolf, I believe. And basically there it's it's referencing that in ourselves we sort of have these two wolves that can't coexist together and this legend talks about how you know they're always going to be at each other and one will always win and one will always lose and so we think of darkness and light. So we think of, you know, this sort of like the lies that are coming at us in our mind and that we start to believe in our heart and all these things are coming at us and you're not smart enough. You're too, what, weak. You're not um, brave enough, whatever. And then the truth, you know, is over on the other side, whispering the the truth and steps and and your love, you you are whole and you're enough and all these things and they don't coexist. And which one in our bodies do you think lives? Which one gets to be the strongest? Which one? And it's the one we feed. It's always the one we feed. And I think it's so important and a great way to end this episode is that we just really think on how much are we feeding goodness into ourselves? How much are we feeding God into ourselves? We need to get to the Word. We need to get to the Bible, read it, get into Bible studies. We need to get to church. We need to get around friends that speak it to us. And when we start getting off, they correct us and help us and encourage us and spur us. We need to just infuse, faith infuse ourselves. And believe me, our purpose, direction, the doorways, all these things start to open up to us. And that's how I want you to leave. Go ahead and head out. And this week, I cannot wait to talk to you next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful life. Thank you for tuning into Living Within the Sweet Spot. Please join your host, Nikki Klegel, next Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until our next program, invite abundance into your life and live a happier, fuller, and more successful life than ever before.